You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Morning, all. A bit blurred, aren't I? Uh, welcome to another Sunday Q&A. Got a busy day today. My house is currently being taken over by child's... Um, latest interior design project so that's we've got fabric and cardboard tubes and vans everywhere but um and today i'm off to high wickham to pick up two filing cabinets because i'm allowed to drive the truck at weekends one one day per weekend in two that's the janet and john version so rather than having to go over with her in the van i said i'll go and fetch it with a towel lift so we'll get the q a done nice and early and then high wickham off we go like usain bolt but 56 miles an hour he can probably run quicker than 56 miles an hour in fans. Right, <coughs> straight into it. Uh, the Urban Trucker. He says, hello, Nick, how you doing, mate? He says, uh, going a bit off topic here, but he says, you say fork on, fork off a lot in your videos, and it got me thinking, where have I heard this before? And it came to me, you're Mr. Miyagi of the CX, but instead of wax on, wax off, it's fork on, fork Fork on? Fork off. That sounds rude. Fork on, fork off. My next trick, I'll stand on one leg and then I'll fall over. Um, <laughs> and, of course, the transport manager is called Daniel. Daniel's saying, the thing is, he knows more than me, so I can't really work that way round. But um, nice analogy, mate, yeah. I'm getting old enough, certainly. Got the bins now. Right, so what do we do? I'm going to try and get it in one. We've hopefully got time. Um, did the trip to Edinburgh, finally got that edited and stuck up for you. Um, hope you enjoyed it, you know. So, um, White Van Man says... He says, um, he enjoyed the video. He says, I can remember when I was an owner driver in a van. I used to get uh, jobs going to Glasgow and Edinburgh for customers. Once in Scotland, get the CX for a backload. Could be waiting hours. It's not easy to get out of Scotland. You end up driving a long way to get your job and you end up trying to give them it cheap because there isn't a lot of choice. That's what I found anyway. He said, but I eventually got a job going for, to speak. Speak in Liverpool, which ain't so bad, because once you're in Liverpool, you've got a much better chance. Then get a job from Liverpool back to Nottingham. It's, it didn't always go according to plan, but um does happen, like, you know. Um, there's, there's, there's many other routes the man has taken. Um, yeah, it says, cheers, Wayne. Wayne, thanks very much for your input, mate. Lovely, yeah. Scotland, not so easy to get out of, like... Um, like Norfolk or Devon or Cornwall particularly, 
or you know the middle of Wales. Not so easy, but if you do get one, you can sometimes get a winner. It's kind of like you know you roll the dice and hope you get a six, don't you? Um, as Nick says again, he says um, this. Yeah, on the subject of like you know jobs and miles, he said I, I, I saw a. You know, because Scotland, you will quote cheaper, like, you know. He said, I saw this week, long wheelbase job posted, 107 miles, pays 40 quid. When it says, pays 40 quid, you think, no, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. It's, um, you might think it pays 40 quid, but no one in their right mind is going to do that for 40 quid. So you can just go back. It's not always the shipper's fault. Sometimes it's the customer's fault. And the customer says, look, we don't want this. You know, we really don't want to pay a lot for that. We really don't want to pay much more than 50 quid. And then what happens is, you know, two days later, they ring up and they said, have you managed to move that pallet? And they go, no, not for that money. It's just you're going to sit there and look at it. You might want to buy. I want to pay a pound. It's not, doesn't mean it's going to happen. So, um, Van on the Run, he said he enjoyed it as well. Because uh, I said about the idea, it's also like a little bit of a video diary and all that kind of thing. He says, he says um, and also editing. He says, I know how proper time-consuming editing can be. As he does his videos on his phone. Um, and as for the pallet scenario of having to take pallets away, I've got in the habit of saying that I'm a same-day carrier and that I need to go to my next collection empty, so all packaging and pallets stay with the goods. It's worth explaining to people. They often think you're a company they ordered and they assume you're going back there anyway. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, that's reasonable. Um, they just assume that, you know, it's like a dedicated vehicle both ways. Um, he said, I've also ended lumbered up with a pallet on a few occasions. Pun intended, lumbered. Ha ha! Uh, sometimes it's not so bad. If it's just pallets, and depending on the size, even with the Luton, if it's two or three pallets, I could stack them up against the bulkhead. It never really impacted me on the next job. And nine times out of ten, within two drops, you'll go to somewhere where they've either got stacks of pallets, or you can say to them, mate, any chance taking these pallets? And they go, yeah, just stick them in the corner, like, you know, they'll use them. Um, when it comes down to rubbish, it gets trickier and trickier. It gets easier with a truck because I have 10 pallet spaces at the front of the truck. And in the back, I've got another two pallet spaces, but that's where the pump truck sits and the straps and stuff. I can do 12 pallets at a push. They go to the back doors and we have to put the pump truck on top. Um, but normally any rubbish and pallets, if I can condense it. And also I've got myself a few tools. I did buy that pruner, that works pruner, and I'm thinking of buying a circular saw with a battery and I'm thinking that if worst case scenario and you you know you when you book these jobs you've got to charge them more money because there's going to be more work involved but I can use the tools to sort of help me consolidate the mess but I'll do a video if it happens um domain name guy says he said okay, again we're taking away the pallets he said this happens a lot in central London which is understandable I've dropped before to fitters and they're just outside of seal you know like this glass fronted office block there's nowhere to put the rubbish just literally, they've turned up in a van. They're probably at the part of their van in the underground car park. There is nowhere to put the rubbish. Um, he says, yeah, he says London requires removal of rubbish. He said, but it's usually late evening, and if the rubbish is wooden pallets, some people, you're living in vans, you know, they call it van life, have wooden stoves and the narrow boats, and you, you could use them for that kind of thing. You can, you can also get rid of pallets at pallet places. There's one on the edge, there is one at uh, um, Toddington. When you go for the truck wash, just before you put in the truck wash, there's a guy who'll take your pallets. They don't really give you a lot of money, but if your aim is just to get rid of them, I said, mate, I don't want you done. He said, you know, we'll give you 250 a pallet. I've got 10 pallets. I've got I said, mate, you keep the money. Just lose the pallets. Because otherwise you get that, oh, don't know about that one. Oh, that's the wrong colour. Oh, that one's only got, well, that's got a leg missing. Oh, just take them, please take them. They're in my way. So that was um, Edinburgh.
Uh, a couple of questions about circuit because that came up again this week. You know, I'm still doing a thing, and like I say, if you can, there are more videos of me on their channel. I'll do you a link to one of the videos. There's just more. It's not. It's not just about circuit. It's also general help for courier drivers. It's the same as this channel, really, but they're trying to grow their own. Um, and if you do like it, please subscribe because everyone loves a subscriber. Um, Apple Issue says, um, I'm doing my first route tomorrow. I'm counting on Circuit to help me. Anyone have any trouble with it in the States? It's a good app. You shouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't plug it if it wasn't. You shouldn't have any grief. It's, as far as I'm concerned, the best multi drop app out there. You may think differently, but in my, I've tried the others. And literally, when I was making that video last week, because I don't use them that often, that's me genuinely. It's almost like going into it blind. And it's just, it's user-friendly. I like it, but... You know, you do you. Um, and Ryan Cooman says, does the app work if you've already typed in all the addresses, but when delivering you go out of cell service? I don't know, but I am going to ask him that question and we'll get back to you on that one, Ryan. So, um, yeah, I presume that you need to keep the service on all the time because you're going to need your GPS because without your GPS, it can't work out where you are. And if, you, if it can't work out where you are, it can't tell you when you've hit your destination and can't work out the next one. So I believe you're going to have to keep your self-service on, I'm afraid. We call that mobile here. Mm. Miscellaneous. Uh, Brad Manley says he's been watching for a while now. He says, um, appreciate the FR, yes. He says, um, he says, what is the best way to get your own van and earn an acceptable wage if you can't afford the CX? Brad, that is an excellent question. In fact, I saw it come in and I've preempted it. I've already done a video on that one because I think that's really important because there might be people that are watching this channel that go, I've got a van, I'd love to crack on as a courier driver, but this CX is a lot of dough. If I could just get started to get a few quid behind me, then maybe I'll think about it in the future. So I've done one. I'll try and launch it next week for you, mate. You've got to jump the queue with that one because I think that is important for people. Um, Michael Bradisky says, um, the O license to do with this is to do with getting his O license. He said, should the money in the business account or the private account? Michael, you need to cut the money in whichever account. If you're applying for the O license under your name, then you want to keep it in your personal account because your personal account has got your name on it. If you're applying for it under your business name, then you want it in the business account. They just need to tie the two up because otherwise like, you could turn around and you could say, well, I'm applying for um, Bing Bong Transport and here's some money in Michael Bariski's account. And you go, well, who's Michael Bariski? You're applying for Bing Bong Transport. The money needs to be with Bing Bong Transport and vice versa. So you just make sure that the money is in the account that has the name on it that you're applying under because that's a mistake I made and um, it, it, it cost me a, a month or two but I got there in the end you know I kind of don't get there it just takes longer I'm, I've got a problem at the moment I'm trying to expand from three to five slots and I've gone online to do it and I click on it and a red thing comes in the box going you need to tell how, um, how many vehicles you want but I'm thinking, so I sent her an email and it told me to, I need to change it in the box and I'm going I've already changed it in the box. I've got a red line around it. Please tell me what I'm doing wrong. So I'll get there. I might have to ring them. I've got a very early start on Monday. I've got another two o'clock on Monday. So um, I suggest to it, old Teddy. Um, it's, it's an easy enough job. It just means I'm up at, well, I've got, to, I've got to pick up a quarter past three in the morning. So I'll probably, because I run out of driver's hours, be back early on Monday. So I might be able to jump on the phone and do it. I want to jump on the phone when I'm in front of the computer. And obviously I can't do that in the van because I'll crash. Um, I suppose you could pull over, couldn't you, really? Yeah, I'm not that organised. 
Um, Michael Patrick, uh, he says, Peter says, nothing to do with the videos. Well, that's linked to, you know, that doesn't forget that bit. Um, just wanted to know about delivering in Ireland. I wanted to know the ins and outs of COVID testing. Do you know if I have to take a test to deliver to Ireland? Uh, or are we key workers okay to take jobs without them taking a test? Right, so Patrick, I don't run out of the country, but my mate John, who's out there, does. So John, if you're watching this, if you could, once again, I'm going to the wise guys here, the people that know better than me, if you could stick in the comments, because he runs Ireland all the time. He lives in Ireland. He brings stuff over here. I think he's actually doing medical, bringing stuff over to Manchester and then going down to London and all that kind of stuff. Mate, if you could inform um, our Michael Patrick, that, uh, that would be brilliant. And uh, we'll just, you know, share the love. That would be great. But, but I can't help you, mate, because it's not my thing. Sorry. Um, or if anyone else knows, obviously, if you can put it in the comments, help the man out, that would be great. Uh, we're on, we are on it, says, um, all oh, right, this is one on TNCs. Whose TNCs take precedence? He said, I've had a couple of times where I put in my TNCs, my waiting time is like, my cancellation fee is £25. Then your shipper says, our cancellation property is £15. And when they, when they say, they says in their thing, when you take the job, you accept our TNCs. But then we put on ours, when you accept our driver, you accept our TNC, so you can write what you want. The truth of the matter is, at the end, it's just a, it's just a tussle between the two of you, and you normally sort of have a little to and fro, and you normally meet somewhere in the middle. There is a video out there on this. I'll try and do a link if it's there, but that's the that's the uh, the Janet and John version. Um, Jason Burke, Uncle Jason, good to speak to you, mate. Uncle to the cats, they're around somewhere. Um, it says. In a previous job, I used to, oh, because I did um, Brands Hatch, didn't I? He said, I used to deliver to Silverstone on a regular basis to the pits, the, the driver's lounge and various other parts of the circuit. I used to, used to drive around part of the circuit to reach locations. Did you make the noises? Did you go around and go, <laughs> I didn't. I should have done. Dave the Chris doesn't believe me, he says I did. Beck Stasian says, um, I work with a company on an on and off basis, but they refuse to, oh, this was to do with parking for drivers, you know, when you have to like park trucks for drivers. They refuse to pay parking for drivers. Just this week, they had two fuel tanks broken into. Now, this is kind of a problem, because just because you're parking at a motorway service station and you're paying 20, 30 quid to park for the night, doesn't mean your fuel's necessarily safe. In fact, an argument can be made that if you want to hit, if you want to hit an area, why are you going to hit a lay-by where there might be one or two trucks that might have some fuel in it? Why not go somewhere where there might be 40, 50? Then you can go around and take them all. The problem with this, of course, is if any of the truck drivers get wind of the fact you're nicking the fuel, two or four, you know, you could end up with 40 or 50 angry truck drivers looking at you going, what do you think you're doing? So I don't know if there's safety in numbers or what's better. I, I tell, well, we get hit sometimes up the yard, but not often. Maybe one truck, a year, the truck gets hit. Each truck might get hit once a year. I think, and they don't even seem to take the old tank for some reason. They seem to take a bit of it, like, you know. So it's, it's, it's not ideal, but it's kind of an occupational hazard. And you can't even put a locking petrol cap on, because if you put a locking petrol cap on, all they do is they punch you at the bottom of the tank and take it out that way. And then you've got to buy a whole new tank rather than just a bit more fuel. So you're better off leaving the tank. I mean, there is one, I think, um, Godzilla's or, or some ago. He said you can put red food dye in it. Uh, that way they won't, they'll take it out, but they can't move it because it looks like red diesel. And if you get dipped by the side of the road, they go, you go, I put food dye in it to stop nicking my diesel. It's a bit of a palaver. It's just, to me, it's just one of them things that happens sometimes. You sort of go, you know, like things happening in life, you, you go, Ugh. then you wipe your mouth and you walk away and you uh, carry on like, you know. But yeah, I know what you're saying. 
Steve Campbell. Oh, this is also to do with um, parking at motorway services because this was to do with the Edinburgh thing, really. He says, I've got a snap account. So when you park in motorway services, truck parks or haulage yard, um, or it's an MSA motorway service area. So you basically use a snap account to pay for it. If I was there more, I probably would get something. But to be honest with you, it happens so rarely. Uh, I'm normally I'm normally leaving in the morning and get back in the night time, particularly with everything that's going on in the house at the moment with the with the project over here. Um, so I tend to like aim to get home if I can. Sorry, that's coming. Amazon probably. Um, but yeah, if I say if I find myself staying out more, I look into it more. But at the moment, I kind of it's once in a blue moon. I don't worry so much. Um, E America is trying to help me out with the, with the upload speed. He says you might want to think about doing a podcast, keep the the data and the editing time down. Um, it's still interactive, even though it's audio. Uh, listeners can send in emails and that kind of stuff. Um, also, this is quite interesting. He says uh, there's a couple of podcasts out that you guys might want to check out. He says the Lodestar podcast has educated him about the Golden Triangle, which runs from Nottingham, Tamworth, and Northampton. Why is it the Golden Triangle? Because just about every significant UK haulage destination is within four hours by road. Uh, consequently, the amount of warehouse space being built around there is going through the roof because of the home shopping. But mate, I see it. It's around me all the time, and they're building massive, massive units. You know, and I just keep going. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking, there's another potential delivery lesson there. I had one the other day, I had to go and pick up. It was only a little job, comes up quite a lot actually. And it was um, Leighton Buzzer to Hemel Hempstead. Leighton Buzzer not far from me, Hemel's not far from me. Pulled in, brand new estate. You think, oh, lovely. Oh, very nice. Another, another potential customers. What I should do, if I had any brains, is when they start building these estates, is go around and either talk to the people as they move into the units or card them and go, need a driver. Uh, <coughs> yeah, bear a very little brain here. I'll get round to it. Um, Mr. Bruce says, as a comics, I said, I'm driving 24 hours. He says, I'm, I'm sure the DV, DVSA are excited uh, when, the, when you, you admit you're driving a truck 24-7. How many cars have you got? Yeah, within legal limit. You know, my card is squeaky clean. All of our cars are squeaky clean. I actually get quite, well, quite... Um, I'm quite hot on it, like, you know, if I get an infringement. You know, you get one once in a bloom, and I think our infringement rate is something like 0.09%, which Daniel says is great. But I don't want any. <laughs> Why would you have them? Sometimes it can't be helped, but um, then you get the no safe place to park. That's one I might do, actually, what to happen if you think if you're going to get stuck running out of driver's ass. But, um, no, I'm, I'm a good boy. Hence the reason I'm going to pick these chests up today for child, but um, that means no running next weekend because you've got to have your break. Um, so I said, I want to have a break. I'm tired. I'm getting old. Uh, Jamie Richardson says, um, oh, about the Wi-Fi boxes. You can sign into your router and activate double signal strength. Jamie, I'm going to try and do that today if I get time. I'm going to do a little note there because I keep saying I'm going to do something about it and I don't. I'm getting there. But I will, I'll make a note. Mate, I'll let you know how it goes. Appreciate that. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Um, oh, the expense of Travel Lodge. Going through the roof, guys, getting dearer. Uh, Godzilla says, the Travel Lodge in Morecambe, a Saturday last year, he said, uh, can't quite remember, but wearing a mask, 26 quid a night. Travel Lodge in Morecambe, Saturday in July, a couple of weeks away, knocking on the door, 70 quid. This is another reason when I said that I don't spend that much different that much of it about staying out, because now staying out has got dearer. 
before it was like it was a no-brainer. It's like well, you, your room for the night is thirty, forty quid, or you're staying in in a truck stop is thirty quid with a meal voucher. I'd rather have the room. I can get myself a sandwich. Now it's like staying in a truck stop is thirty quid. Room for the night is seventy quid. That's how much it was in the days in when I stayed in the truck stop. Um, plus you've got to get your food, and then you think, well, that's going to be seventy, eighty quid on my job price. Better go home. I get the bed for free. I get to see everybody. I get so it, it doesn't actually make it. Um, you know, sort of profitable. It does make it economic, if you like, uh, to stay out. I'm better off doing two two jobs than not and coming home. So, mm. Tiffy Oso Cornwall. He says, Pete, you've been on the exchange for a few years now. How many customers have you had who've never paid? Very, very few. I'd say one in a hundred, and we're very hot on it. If they look like they're being, when you get a brand new customer, you don't tend to, we, we're doing more and more stuff for people that we know. And if you get a brand new customer um, and they look like they're clocking a bill up, we tend to put the brakes on and wait until the money comes in. But no, I'd say one in a hundred and it's not big bills. It's, the not paying on the CX is not really much of an issue if you're clever about it. Um, you know, don't take people with terrible feedback. Don't take people to where it's got a list of doesn't pay. And if you struggle to get the money out of them, just stop doing jobs from them. You'll, you'll get the money eventually and then just stop. You know, it's fine. He also says uh, best way to get out of Cornwall or South Wales out of bad, bad areas. The best way to get out of bad areas is to get your own customers and try and get a regular job. Is you, that is real legwork, knocking on doors, that kind of thing, is to try and get someone in the area who's got regular work near you go in places and then use CX to get back. But to try and get out of difficult areas on the CX is not very easy. It's a backload platform and it tends to focus very much on, the obviously, the, the, more, the more work there is in the area, the more chance you have of getting a job. So, yeah, the best way to do that would be, would be end users. And finally, on the miscellaneous from Kenneth McKenzie, um, he says, um, he said, just a point of view. He said, and I've got you. He said, I wish the screen. I said, I wish you would make it the map screen full so on the map function, so I can see where jobs finish, and you can see immediately what would take you near a home. There is, if you go to when you look at the job and click on view on map. It will show you how far away you are from the pickup, and it will show you how long the job will take and where it ends. And by looking at where it ends, you can have a rough idea of how far it is away from your house. I would be, I am the world's worst career driver. Like I said, I took a job to Swindon the other day. For some bizarre reason, in my head, I thought Swindon was, you know, past Birmingham. Absolutely rubbish. I've been to Swindon so many times, it's ridiculous. Um, I just don't know what I was thinking of. But without view on map, I would be largely lost when I get to areas. I'm going to go, right, where's that going? Where's that going? Oh, that's a long way. You see, it might say 200 miles, but I don't know. Is it 200 miles that way, that way, that way, that way? I don't know. And then you, you go view on map, you go, hmm. or like, hmm. but yeah, there is. Hope that helps. Right, in conclusion, I've got a few here. Um, Godzilla said, he said, because we talk about, you know, all the sort of the PPE and stuff. He said, I was at Hinkley Point, the new nuclear power station. I guess they're going to be hot on PPE. Um, why, I don't know, because I'm pretty sure that uh, the Uranium-13 will go through a high-visibility vest just as easy to go through anything bar a lead suit. Um, he says, for not wearing my hard hat while driving the van. 
um, I, I said, if something heavy heavy enough caves the roof of my van through to hit me on the head, a helmet's not going to be a lot of use, is it really? I also got told off for not wearing my high vis while driving on site. Once again, I said, mate, if you miss a nine foot by six foot van with flashing lights, wearing high vis isn't going to make a lot of difference. But apparently it does. It's normally to do with their, it's normally to do in fairness. It's company policy and it's normally to do with their insurance on site. I have been to a place once where um, it's a warehouse and the fork truck drivers had to wear hard hats despite the fact it's indoors. So it wasn't, you know, they, they had like, a, there was nothing. It was just a ceiling, but they had to wear hard hats. And and the fork trucks had roofs. And I just went to the guy. He went, this insurance. I've also been to a place once where I had to wear long sleeve, high visibility top. I've said this before, and I've turned up in me orange, but it was warm as well, a big day, but I thought I've got to wear it, so I've got my big coat on with big beans, I've got a new IVs coming, I've got some new PPE coming, I'll do your video. Um, and I've gone to the guy, I've gone, he says you need long sleeve, PPP, long sleeve IVs. I've looked at it, I've gone, it, it is long sleeve, it's, it is long sleeve, it, it's quite difficult to miss, it's, it's bright orange. He said, yeah, but it's not green. As it was, he gave me a green one. He's a nice guy. He said, just take this one. Fine. That was Royal Mail, actually. And he said, it's to do with the insurance. Our insurance say we have to wear green long-sleeve hives. Otherwise, if something falls on your foot, they're gonna, they won't pay. Steve Campbell, the nefarious Steve Campbell, as he's, as he's quickly becoming. He says, because I did a video on slang, and I, he says, um, I might do a video on prison slang. You might want to tune off some of you people with them. <laughs> some stage, if there were younger children listening to this. He says... Um, he said, I, he, said, I, he said, after all these years, I recently found out what a prison pocket is. I found out from my 18-year-old daughter. Yeah. He said, he said there's a reason why I smuggle drugs, tobacco, crisps, and mobile phone, taste and smell of... I'll let your imagination run with that one. Thanks, Steve. He also says... Oh, dear. He said, the reason I have four wives is down to some advice I got in jail once. A wife can never give evidence against a husband in court unless she's a victim. So while you're awaiting trial, find the prosecution witness, witness her, marry her, and then divorce her after the trial. She can't give evidence later, and she's a bitter ex-wife. Yeah, which is brilliant if you actually want a chain of ex-wives. Marry the witness for the prosecution. I'm sure that was an old Love Is cartoon in the 70s, isn't it? Love is marrying someone so they can't testify against you. I'm pretty sure that was definitely up there with, you know, bringing the flowers. Steve. <laughs> he says, um, he finally found out that the Boris, because he went to London, didn't he? He said, I found out the Boris bikes actually fit nicely in the bunk of a Mercedes R costume. <laughs> You're supposed to be stopping doing this, mate. <laughs> He says, um, my mate Dodgy Dave is looking in to see if he can get them unlocked without paying. He's um, good with electrics. He once removed the mobiliser from an old Vauxhall Carlton SRI I found a few streets away many years ago. Couldn't give me a receipt, though. You don't say, stop it. You're driving a van now. You, know, you don't need the grief. Just you know, be straight. It's fine. Um, AAA Transport Solutions because I did one on why subcontracting on, on the exchange doesn't work. says, told you. I know. Some people just have to learn it the hard way. <laughs> and finally, John Harper. The final word this week goes to John Harper, which he says the car on the Edinburgh thing was a Rover P5B Ford Coupe. It was beautiful. It was mint. It was lovely. The guy said he'd only spent about two grand on it. He said, but the amount of money the people before me must have spent on it is I dread to think. He said the Sweeney drove around in a Ford Console GT and a Granada gear. Before my time, Sweeney, just a little bit. Professionals with me.
Bodie and Doyle and CI5 and crashing into the boxes. And the A-Team, of course. Right, that's it. Let's hope it goes up in time. Uh, I am now going to go and collect some cabinets for Kid. Have a wonderful Sunday. Take care. Take money. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.